Hello there and you're very welcome along to Barry Abbreviated, a podcast talking all things news, random topics and movies. I hope you're all keeping very well. <clears throat> um, it is late, I am tired. Uh, well, why? Um, I was at work and I'm staying up to get this finished because I don't want to get up tomorrow morning early to get this out for you. So um, beforehand, I apologise if my attention is wavering and the energy dips here, but I will try my best to get through this, okay? <laughs> Anyway, um, here goes. Um, this week uh, we're talking, we're taking a trip into cars and crime, in particular the Lotus Carlton. Um, I thought if uh, we like talk a bit about cars, as I would like have a kind of I don't know I couldn't call it like a full blown interest in cars because my knowledge is various kind of surface level. I would have grown up watching things like Top Gear and I also play Forza Horizon on the Xbox, which is an excellent game. Uh, I definitely recommend it if any of us haven't played it yet. And that's kind of that's kind of where all my car knowledge come from. So as you can tell, it is very brief. Uh, I can't change a tire and any of the specifics, not so sure on. But yeah, uh, just a word of warning. I may say the wrong thing here and there, but uh, I tried my best to research it into this. And But first, uh, before all of that, uh, now for a bit of news, um, which actually led to me doing this random topic. Um, so this episode is very much linked together. I have planned ahead. Uh, I don't know if you have seen this in the news, but the people of Salt Hill have recently been given out about the amount of car meets and boy racers that have been coming into their area and basically jamming up the roads. Um, there also reports that the local residents were feeling intimidated like by the sheer crowd of people that were coming around. And basically the fact the people that were driving around were like doing backfires and creating clouds of smoke and throwing rubbish out of the car windows, which isn't cool. And... I know nobody likes a messy car, but come on, a bit of cop on never went astray. But um, from the crowd gathering there and the sheer amount of cars being on the road, it actually ended up damaging a lot of local businesses and the restaurants because people simply that made bookings in the town couldn't arrive on time because simply they couldn't get in. The roads were jammed. So uh, to try and resolve this, um, they got... Like as it's been coming, it's been coming frequently now, week on week, and they're still planning to go ahead for another one this week. I think it's on like their Facebook page, so um, they're hoping to do more policing in the air to try and clear the flow with that. So um, yeah, uh, we shall see how things pan out for the Salt Hill Sunday car meets, and um, I do get like I understand. Of course, I think everyone kind of understands why this kind of came about. Like everyone has been locked up and being told to stay at home, and now we're allowed to go out, but we're not allowed to go out out really and just the basically people with cars they want to head out and basically the problem that we're seeing like in parks and outdoor spaces we're just now seeing that on the road so um yeah i don't really know how to resolve this but yeah uh, hopefully it all comes down anyway uh so uh now on to this week's random topic i want to talk about um one of the sleekest saloons ever created and honestly quite unnecessary in my opinion which i will explain to you later on so uh why did this come about now, back in the nineteen ninety, there was like a wasn't a huge market for like sporty saloons, but what there was available was like your BMW M five, and um like Mercedes Benz five hundred E, so um, uh from that there then like the people at General Motors they didn't really have to anything to offer that market, so what they came up to do was to change a very tame and very sensible Opel Omega, 
And for those of you that don't know what General Motors is, it's basically like a multinational company, like kind of a parent company that controls a lot of car companies like your Cadillac, Chevrolet, and GMC. So um, they basically got to control the image and the output of this brand, and now they want Opel to take a stab at the like sporty saloon market. And um, having chosen the Opel Omega, from the pictures, it looks like a very boring model, I, I gotta say. Um, if a car could like wear a business suit, I think it's this because it just looks so dull. Um, I will have a picture up of it on the Instagram, uh, like the wee picture I put up on the Instagram page. So make sure you check that out if you do want to have a look. Um, its competitors like have a bit of background in in like making sports cars like your BMW and Mercedes. So unfortunately, Opel they were a bit on the back foot there, and what they decided to do was um. Quite clever, in my opinion, but they gave the project to the people at Lotus. And, um, well, to put it simply, Lotus fully understood the assignment. The body got a major redesign, and it looks so much better. It actually, it, like, it looks like a sports car. It, it looks completely different. And um, if you want to hear some stats, well, buckle up. Uh, <laughs> from orig like, originally had like 201 horsepower, now it had 377 it got a complete redesign from its suspension, the chassis, and the gearbox. And this all actually, it was actually completely necessary because um, the car had been modified so much that the original parts just weren't good enough and it couldn't handle the speed at which the car could go at. Like now from like 0 to 60 in 5.2 seconds. And like it all totaled up to going at 177 kilometers an hour at full speed. So um, to put all them um, like figures into perspective, the car was now faster, like this is a Vauxhall, remember, this is a Vauxhall. It was now faster than the current model of the Porsche 911. And also, it was only three miles an hour off the top speed of a Ferrari Terra Rossa. So yeah, imagine that, you're just in your Porsche, in your Ferrari, and like, as easy as that, we like Opel or Vauxhall could just pass it alongside you. So um, yeah, absolutely insane. Uh, Fair play. Like, I don't know if Lotus are capable of things like that now, but I think that is such an achievement. And um, now, with all, like, the fancy features and this car being upgraded so much, it did come with a very expensive price tag. In today's money, it would have been, like, over 100 grand. So, yeah, I don't know how many people are spending money on a... over 100 grand on a Vauxhall, but people did back then. So, um, that kind of only led it up to people that were, like, really wealthy, but... Still, uh, that did not put a stop to some people as they just decide to steal them, which happens, that's life. Uh, which actually now it leads me on to also the myth or legendary tale that was of the 40 RA, RA Reg um, of all the cars. So, in the winter of 1993, a Vauxhall Lotus Carlton with the registration 40 RA was stolen from its owner's house. And to put it simply, the people, uh, they robbed the car and went in a bit of a mad one. And like in the weeks that followed, the car getting stolen, there was a series of like shops that were robbed. And what the people most went for was like alcohol and cigarettes. So like it, it totaled up to, I think, 20,000 grand in like back then money. So there'll be inflation stuff that's higher now. Um, but I think that kind of tells a lot kind of, of the people who, for the people who stole it, if they're only choosing alcohol and cigarettes, like by no means were they as talented or ambitious as them, the Fast and Furious family. But still, credit's due where credit's due. And um, one of the like the standout stories from this is 
The people uh, who stole this car, they stole from a shop that was only 25 metres away from a police station. And, of course, they were never caught because they simply could not catch them because the car was that fast. Um, also, there is a few articles saying that the car outran a helicopter when it was on the motorway. Like, it's all hearsay. Like, no one's actually confirmed it. So, um, yeah, it sounds a lot like something you'd see in Baby Driver, but maybe, maybe it happened. It, there was a lot of people saying it happened, so... Who knows? Anyway, um, after that whole RD ordeal, um, their government did try to put a stop to this car because of the robbery and like the overall embarrassment it was doing to their police force. Now, in my opinion, I think the forty RA kind of gave the police a bit of a wake up call just to the state of their services. Like at the time, they were just driving these small like Rover metros, which were like basically the size of an Opel Corsa, so um, they had like absolutely no chance of catching them. Like, um, if the people of the 40RA did decide to be a bit more ambitious with what they stole, like banks and that, they would have been, they would have gotten away, simple as, and, like, they wouldn't be able to catch them. So, in my opinion, they did them a favour. So, if anything, we should be thanking them, as we know ourselves with them. If you're a bit lackadaisy on stuff like security, the HSE and their hack. So, uh, yeah, um, but the government also did try to ban the car, um, basically just giving out to it. The car was too fast. Not unnecessary, deeming it like unsafe and it shouldn't be sold to the public, which I think makes no sense because there's always been like fast car brands. It's just the fact that they've now been so embarrassed by what has happened. So, um, yeah, uh, the bill never passed, and yeah, that's kind of where it left off the government. And um, to now, uh, the 40RA is kind of hailed as this almost legendary or mythic car, um, as the car. Probably it's more likely to be cut up or silver parts or just dumped somewhere because it's, it's never been found or like seen since. Which, to be honest, I think it's a bit of a shame. I'd honestly love to see it make like a cameo or something in a film. Like a Fast and Furious, like just had like a frame of it, and I think that would be amazing. But um, nowadays, um, they're more concerned with going to space. So, yeah, I can't see that happening, unfortunately, but there's always hope. Um, that said, there is a Facebook group of nearly 800 people who have taken on the job of looking for it. You can go ahead and check it out yourself, but um, I love the fact that there are some people that still believe it is out there and there's chances they could stumble across it. For instance, um, I, I even like found it hard to get a picture of the 40RA for when I was doing the picture for like, the thumbnail thing. So I just ended up using one that somebody created on Forza Horizon, on like, the photo mode. So... Um, yeah, go actually look at it. If you do, I think it looks really realistic, and that's kind of credit to um, to Forza. So yeah, um, and and that's kind of all I have on the random topic. And another thing that I'm going to tell you to check out this week is Ford versus Ferrari. It's also known as Le Mans sixty six. Excuse me. Um, sticking with cars, I think this is the second best related, best car related film. Obviously, the first being Cars with Lightning McQueen. Chef's Kiss, that is an amazing film. Uh, but uh, well, I think you should watch uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, firstly, off, first off, it's based off a true story. So that's always cool. Um, you got Christian Bale and Matt Damon as best friends in this. And I think you can really feel that they were having a good time filming it. Um, they just have excellent ke- chemistry with one another. And I kind of wish they were actually in more stuff together. So um, give it a watch if you can. I think it's one of the best biopics I've ever seen. So, yeah, please get to, get to that. But um, before we finish things up, I'd just like to ask if anyone has any suggestions for episode 30. Because um, we're not so far away from that. And um, 
I would like to do something to celebrate as I do with every 10th episode. I can always do the live stream thing I do, but um, I'll put a suggestion box up on Instagram and you can always throw in your suggestions. I have seen Cruella, Cruella in the past few days and I have mixed feelings on that to say the least. So um, if you're looking for a suggestion, there, uh, there's one. And uh, guys, that is it for this week's episode. Uh, I would, If you would like to get in contact with the podcast, you can do that at Barry Abbreviated on Instagram or Barry Abbreviated at gmail.com. Um, also, before I leave, um, LYIT is doing a kind of an exhibition this Friday. So if you're listening to this podcast as it come out on Thursday, this Friday, they are doing a kind of an exhibition of all kind of the work that design students have been doing. So that's from your graphics to your animation and film, including myself. So you can see some of that stuff there. It is happening at 7.30. So if you're one of the early crew to this, fair play to you. There's, there's a reward for you. And uh, yeah, uh, as always, a huge thanks to Rob for uh, throwing these up. His film is also being on show. So please look at that there. Uh, I have been Barry. This has been Barry Abbreviated. Till next time, take care and best luck.